This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and no one has ever accused him of looking like an a-hole on top of a wedding cake, Ryan Nelson. <laughs> Justin, I would not have pegged Reacher as a Talking Heads fan. No, I would not have. That would not have occurred to me at all. Uh, I would not have seen that. I think it, I would. I would have said some heavy metal or southern rock. Yeah, that would have been my guess as well. So, but hey, we everybody's everybody's surprised is a little bit somewhere that's along right. the way. So, uh, I guess that's his hard little surprise for him. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the fourth episode of the second season of Reacher on Prime Video, titled "A Night at the Symphony." Whether or not you are new or irregular and like more access to the show, you can visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. And if you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you sign up for. As low as the 3, size of 20, you all get the show ad-free. Now, there are other benefits as well for if you go for the 5 the 10 or the $20 level. Uh, there's bonus content out there. Uh, so there's a lot of different types of things that you can listen to or different reasons to join up for some of the higher levels besides just the $3 level. But if that's if you just want the show ad-free, just go, just go over to our Patreon page and uh, sign up for that $3 level. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, we would love it if you wrote us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do write us a review over there, we'll read it on air next time we record. Both of those go a long way in getting the show into the ears of new listeners. And if you'd like to interact with us in some way, you can do so as well. You can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts, any questions, any things you would like to just suggest to us that you might like to hear us cover, we'd love to hear those. So just go to mainattractionpod at gmail.com and send us an email. All right, so this is the fourth episode of Reacher, and just the way that Amazon releases these things, like, the sh- the, the, the season goes by pretty fast. We're already halfway through this thing, uh, know, because they do, they do three episodes, and they, uh, after that, yeah. there's only five more episodes left. So, uh, I, just real quick, I want to get your opinion on this, because I was kind of thinking about this when I was watching this fourth episode. I ended up watching a few more, but when I was just, I ended up watching this one twice because when we don't, when we do screeners and we're doing these things ahead of time, yeah. I try to at least watch them more than one time. Uh, but for this show, I really think the, the week to week works really well because like when I was listening to our episode on the first three episodes or when it released, actually released last night, we're recording this obviously a week early. When the show released last night, I, I remember listening to us and I remember thinking I couldn't remember just a whole lot of details of having all three of those episodes. And if it's a binge, mm-hmm. there's a lot of details to get lost. When right. you do week to week, you really were a lot of the details sink in and it really hits a lot home a lot harder. What do you what do you think? I agree. And especially this episode when we got the return of Oscar Finley. Yes. Which was, you know, such a nice surprise, which one we predicted. Yes, it was. <laughs> I went back and looked. We said Watch them sh- uh, sh- turn up in Boston, and then he- there he's going to be. <laughs> and there we he nailed was. that. He was right there. Every yeah. once in a while, we nail something. I've got, I've got you know that that is nice that you have that. You know, so you can celebrate that for a week and think about that. So I'm I'm with you on that, and I actually remember this episode more. Right, like you said, the actual details. And this was a good episode too because there's a lot of details. You know about New Age, about right. Little Wayne. 
yeah. that like uh, you could easily miss uh, w- when you're binging a show. So that is a very good point. I, I just love uh, getting to watch the reaction on social media that people are fired up. Reacher's back. Oh yeah, like, they are. They are going insane. <laughs> It, it, look, it's a fun show. I mean, it is a fun show. We talked about this last week. It's not going to win any awards. Uh, you know, it's it's just not that type of a show. But it is a show that you can sit back, you can enjoy. It's got yeah. at least a little bit of intrigue into it. It's got some. It's got yeah. some little things that they do that are that are uh, that pick it just besides basically just a brain dead watch. But so mm-hmm. I mean, you have to you have to pay attention a little bit, but you don't have to like just be so completely locked in that. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, the other two shows that we're covering Fargo and Slow Horses, those right. are great shows, but those are different types of great shows because there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of detail that is sunk into those shows about, uh, how they relate to the rest of the story. This is not really doing all that. And then, like I said, that's one of the, that's one of the great things about it. Yeah. And I'll just absolutely find it a joy to watch. Now, mm-hmm. I do worry that it's going to do a little bit like it did last year, where when we get to the tail end of this thing, it's going to be it's going to kind of tail off. That is my concern. Uh, but you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt if, until they show that that it's going to be the case. Then I'm going right. to keep keep watching and keep expecting the great things because I'll just go ahead and tell you this. I, I'm not going to give you details. I have watched episodes five and six, and they're great too. They are absolutely fun. They're an mm-hmm. absolutely fun watch. Uh, so, like I said. I'm I'm just hoping that they just don't do like they did last year and just kind of tail off at the end. Yeah. But what we've gotten so far, that has not been the case. Yeah. Well, let me just say, like, th- what I've seen, because people have gone back and watched season one as right. well. People love Alan Richson in this part. Yeah. Like, people are blown, like, why, why was Tom Cruise in this part? Because like, he was Tom Cruise. Love, That's why. Yeah, yeah. People love Alan Richson, and people love the fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Love them. Yeah, and that's where they, and that's what makes this show. The that's yeah. what, like I said last week. I mentioned this last week. The part where they do get creative, the part where they do put a lot more emphasis on, the part where they uh, kind of think outside the box a little bit more is in the fight scenes. That's where they. Yeah. That's where they oh. where they kind of show off. And let me add. I do have the Jack Reacher body count for this week. I forgot about it. And when I went back and listened, I was like, oh, crud. I forgot about the Jack. I'm glad you kept it up with it. Oh, me. I kept it. I kept up with it. Okay, so where are we at on the, the Jack Reacher body count? Well, for this episode, it's eight. Eight, it, okay. It, the, the people they took out in the final fight scene. Okay, okay. And it was the motorcycle, motorcycle gang. Motorcycle and it was gang. hard to keep up with them. Because, yeah. like, they were coming out of nowhere. I was like, okay, that's seven. And then <laughs> one guy comes up riding and Reacher takes him out. So, like, okay, that's eight. Yeah. So, we, we, we're eight uh, for this week's. Okay. Like I said, I, when I look back and listen to our podcast, like, crud, I forgot all about the, the, the body count. And, like I said, I'm going to try to remember to go back and watch yeah. episode five and six again. I'll try to count for uh, those when, when we cover them again. But I, I totally forgot about it this time. Uh, and, like I said, I remember when I thought when, when I heard that again, it's like, you know, but I don't think that one's this, this one is that high. It's all in that one, that fight it's scene. That one, yeah, that one scene, yeah, because there wasn't as much violence uh, in, until then. Until the they, they brought they a lot made, of violence. They made up for it in that last scene, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's just kind of get into some of the specifics of the episode. So, real quick, the first time I watched this, I didn't notice it. The second time I watched it on this opening scene, because, uh, like I said, I, I didn't notice it the first time. I, 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 the only reason I noticed it because I was trying to pick, take some really, really detailed notes here. And uh, the second time that I watched it, the first ten minutes of this entire episode, with this small little brief reprieve where we go to. 
uh, Russo's uh, lieutenant's office. But for the mm-hmm. most part, the first 10 minutes of this entire episode are in this diner where yeah. they're discussing. Like I said, it, I didn't notice it the first time. Like I said, the only reason I noticed it is because I was trying to take some really detailed notes and kind of get... And uh, just to take a little bit more, uh, go into a little bit more in depth on this show. Did you notice that when you were watching it, how long that scene lasted? Uh, I did this uh, with you the second time I watched it. I noticed it because I was I was trying to find like a the the quote of the week. Right. So I kind of like like you. Yeah, I'm watching, it. but yeah, you're right. And especially because you have the opening scene, and then they go back there, and then they have that uh, memory of Swan. Right, that's when that's when that ends. Yeah, well, they kinda, yeah. yeah, so then they go back, and they're trying to figure out the numbers, and, and we find out that uh, David O'Donnell was, or David, yeah, David O'Donnell is involved in, you know, uh, security for politics and stuff, right. and like, yeah, so, yeah, it lasts a long time, but there was a lot of details, yeah. you know, in, in that scene. Well, the reason I bring this up is because like the first time I watched it, I didn't notice that it took this long for them to do this scene, and I think that's just a part of like how well these four actors work together mm-hmm. and how well they yeah. how well they have just kind of uh, just uh, come together. I mean, it they have a good bit of chemistry, and the fact they these, really do these four just sitting around talking and giving out these details about what's going to be taking place and all this type of stuff, uh, and what basically they're just kind of going through all this information they got because when they went and raided New Age technology in the previous episode, they ha- they're trying to like cipher through all of it and figure out what they have, what they don't have, if they have anything of any value, and it's just them kind of talking through this, but it works really well just because, like I said, I think these four people are really good together. They are, and you know, you bring up a good point because it's we feel familiar with Carla Dixon and David O'Donnell, and we've only seen them for four episodes. Yeah. And Carla, I, I'm not even sure. Well, she was briefly in the first episode because they showed flashbacks, right? But she really doesn't come on to the second episode, right? So it's like th- four episodes in, I feel like we've been with them for several seasons now. And it could be that you know that they film the scene after like. At the very end, they don't necessarily film everything concurrently. That's true. Uh, so that's quite possible. But who? Uh, so who knows? But um, but like, like I said, this scene works. This scene worked really, really well. And like I said, I didn't notice how long it was until I was yeah. watching it for a second time. I was like, you know, this is actually kind of going on for a while. And so I, I hit pause, and like I said, I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was right around the ten minute mark. Now you do have a little, brief little pre where you get uh, Dominic Lombardo's character Russo. He is being chewed out by his lieutenant. Uh, what did you make of that? Anything? That has to mean something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Are we gonna? Because and and the and the captain looked familiar too, like he was on Sopranos or something. He probably is. He's, 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 he's got to be guys. dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm looking at IMDb. I'm glad they have not given away the Marcus Finley. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. People too, are going to yeah. be people are going to be excited about that. They people still like, haven't put it on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they leave that the case because I was looking at the IMDb on on this and because uh, I'm looking for somebody's character. I'm sorry, Oscar Finley. He's yeah. Malcolm Goodwin. Yeah, Malcolm Goodwin plays Oscar Finley. Uh, they don't give away IMDb, thankfully. So. Yeah. All right, so, uh, but basically, after we get done with that scene, uh, this is when we get our next flashback, and I will say that I'll give them credit. This flashback transition was much better than the previous ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, we talked about this last week, that one of those flashbacks didn't really feel like a flashback, and we weren't really, yeah. we were kind of confused for a little bit there. This one is much more obvious uh, when Dixon is pouring the sugar, and, like, nobody pours sugar that way, but it's just we got to make a flashback transition, so. Uh, but this is when we get the flashback to... The drug raid with the special investigators do, and the whole point of this is because they've 
in their recovery of evidence and their recovery of documents, Swan has, you know, he's already come up, and I'll, I will say this, I got a little confused last week. I thought Swan was the guy that they killed at the beginning of episode three. That is not Swan, that is Mars, or something like that. I can't remember his, his name. Uh, Swan is still alive. He's still very much alive, and he's still uh, a part of this. Uh but oh, we 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 do know Swan is alive. Yeah, yeah, they talk about it in, in well, the, we don't know if he's alive, but we know that he's he's not that guy that we that was killed in episode three. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I thought okay. he was. That was my that was my mistake. Okay. Is that we know that, uh, like I said, I thought he was dead already. I thought that that was I confirmed. You. I thought I he was you. the guy that was pushed out of the helicopter. That is not the case. Uh, yeah. So I want to clear up any confusion about that. That they and the, he looks a little bit like the guy that was pushed yeah, out of the helicopter. Yeah. So it kind of confused mm-hmm. me. Uh, but this is when we're uh, we're getting Swan. And and basically, they're trying to like do this thing where, obviously, you know, they're they're questioning whether or not Swan is is dirty or not. Yeah. And you know, this scene that they that plays out where they've they've gotten all these kilos of of, of like nearly pure cocaine, and they've got all these bricks and they're sitting on top of the desk, and they're missing one. There's supposed to be 48 there. There's only 47. And it was all put in Swan's vehicle. And so when they go out and they look in the vehicle, they find the one missing brick. It was behind the seat. What do you think of this? I mean, like, obviously they're putting the idea of he could be dirty, but they're also not just coming out and saying, yes, he is dirty. What are your thoughts? Right. Yeah, I think this was, you know, they were showing that, you know, he could be dirty. The others think he could be. Right. Reacher refuses to believe it. But yes. Excuse me. They're putting it out there that there could be. Now, granted, in the the next scene, they they read the emails where he's obviously sending out code to them, right? You know about like the songs and like to right. try to give them an idea. So, I don't think he's going to end up dirty, being dirty. I think this was just like uh, a red herring. Yeah, and look, and look, Reacher isn't buying it. Uh, he's not buying it all that that he's dirty. Uh, so, like I said, I'll be really interested in what they what they do with this, uh, how they play this this uh, part of the part of the story out. Because we don't we don't see Swan outside of the fact that outside their discussion with regarding him here. So, yeah. Um, all right, so basically, uh, we check back in. We don't get a whole lot of AM in this, uh, played by Fer- yeah. Ferdinand Kingsley. Is that who plays him? Yep. Uh, the only really, uh, we, we get a couple of scenes with him, and the first one we get here is he's in a doctor's office, and a doctor that looks very similar to him, which is yeah. obviously planned. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor is like, uh, he's a plastic surgeon, obviously, because he says, you know, I'm, you're kind of a handsome guy. Why do, you want, why do you want me to give you a new face? He's like, eh, not really. He just wants to steal his identity. So he kills the doctor. Yeah. Kills I know, his, I hate it. I thought... I was hoping for a face-off uh, scene I know, for a second. I thought they were going down that road for a minute. It's like, are we really doing the face-off thing? No, he just, he looks a little bit, he looks very yeah, similar to him. So he just, similar, yeah. yeah, he just wants to steal his identity that way. Uh, but he kills the plastic surgeon. He kills the, he kills the secretary. The nurse, yeah. And then, you know, we don't you see You know him. what? I missed up the body count. That's two more. Oh, yeah, that's Jack two more. Reacher killed. So there's 10. Yeah, the there's 10. Right. Yeah, you're right. There's there's uh-huh. 10. So, uh, But like I said, I still can't figure out who's going to end up being the really, really bad yeah. villain of this thing. Is it going to be AM or is it going to be uh, Langston played by... Um, it's going to be Langston. Yeah. I think, I think they're in cahoots. They're, they're definitely in cahoots. I mean, there's no question about that. I'm just not yeah. sure who's going to be the bigger threat in this whole thing. So Yeah. Uh, I, what do you make of uh, him, him giving the comic book the comic book to little kids like is that like his like villain uh 
like what would you call that like a tail or uh, like a trademark i don't know because that was odd because it, it was pla- he's done it like every episode yeah i know it's, it's just so incredibly strange i don't know it is i don't know maybe because like he's just trying to like not make people remember him or i don't know there's something weird yeah. about that i don't know what they're trying yeah. to do with that I, I haven't been able to figure that out because but you're correct because i remember the second time i was watching it's like why is he giving this this comic book to this little girl. What is he doing yeah. here? I don't understand what he what, what he's trying to accomplish here because he obviously has something that he wants to accomplish. I just don't know what it is. So. Right. All right. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more, and then we'll take a break. All right. So basically, they've got to put in a, a, uh, his crew, all four of them. They've got to put into plan. Uh, the, they have a plan to put into motion to entrap what's called a legislative director. These are the people who actually write the bills on Capitol Hill. The thousand page bills that our Congress people vote on in, this, in the House of Representatives and the Senate. This is, they're the ones who actually write these huge, humongous, huge bills. And they want to go basically talk to this legislative director for a Senator Lavoie, who we have not met yet. Um, but they want to talk to him because he's going to be the one who actually has the know-how about what's going on uh, with whatever is actually happening. Because they don't know what the plan is at this point. They don't understand. But they've got to find out and so they've they hatch a plan to go up to boston uh and try to get information from these people so they have to go in two different directions you've got the girls who are going straight up to boston and you got the guys who are going to buy suits and <laughs> before they go buy their suits they have to make a stop they have to go buy, they have to pick up some drugs and we get our drug dealers from the previous uh week <laughs> they are having quite a bad week they really are they're having a very bad week so uh they, they immediately notice o'donnell as a cop uh, even though he's not really a cop yeah, that's but hilarious. they immediately notice him as a cop and when one takes off one way the other takes off the other reacher basically uh pile drives him and says you know uh you need to find a new line of work or something like that but they t- take his drugs and like i said i wasn't really sure what they were okay. going to do with the drugs i did. wasn't either but i gotta ask do we see these drug dealers again do i don't they know beat them up one more time I, I feel like we might we might we might see them again we might see them one more i don't know if they're going to go i don't know if they're going this know. well too often though it's, um i have to say it's enjoyable each time it is you're not wrong it is it is a, it is a fun watch every time that we see them see reacher beat up these these drug dealers so there's no question about that um but they they get their drugs obviously and then they're getting their suits and their dresses and obviously you know they're trying to show all these handsome people looking incredibly beautiful uh because our crew cleans up well they do they clean up very very well uh and obviously neely neely is not real comfortable in all this and neither is reacher uh this is when he gets the line about i look like an a-hole on top of a wedding cake uh which was a good line wasn't and it did not end up being my line of the week i'll just go ahead and put that out there but it was still a good line, regardless. So, uh, but so they get they got their dresses, they got their their suits, and at first I was confused why Reacher and O'Donnell had to have a suit, and that becomes clear later because they don't actually go to the symphony. They're not the ones yeah, who go. Yeah. It's Neely and and Dixon that go to the symphony. Uh, so this is their plan. They basically are going to use Dixon to seduce this uh, this legislative director who is named Daniel Boyd, and. They're going to basically entrap him at this point is what they're going to do. And so it's working out exactly like they planned. Uh, the, when I first saw this, like that dude didn't have a chance. And then Reacher yeah. even says that, or no, Neely says that later. She, he didn't have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about just the plan in general? 
I like the idea of it. You knew that uh, when she bumped into him with that dress on, it was over. Oh, yeah. It was over right there. So, all right. Before we get to what's the big surprise that everybody had, let's go ahead and take a real quick break, and then we'll talk about that. All right. So, picking back up. She has, they have walked outside during the intermission, uh, and basically she tells, Dixon tells Boyd, you know, uh, let's go have a party, and they get in, they get in either, I don't remember whose vehicle it was, I guess it was his vehicle, and she, she very smartly pulls out some cocaine, you know, gets him to take it, she doesn't take any yet, and as soon as he takes the cocaine, he actually snorts it up, that's when the police, that's when the police lights start to come on, and who is it that is there to arrest them? It is none other than Malcolm Goodwin, who's played Oscar Finley in the first season, and it was just an absolute joy to see him again. I watched yes. this the first time, uh, for the first time after we recorded uh, the previous episode, so uh, like as soon as I was like, oh, oh, great, we talked, we just talked about this. I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, same thing. I immediately text you when that yes. when I saw that. I was like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't believe." Now I will say they kind of almost gave it away because the scene before that, right. uh, David O'Donnell asked, "Can we trust your friend?" And Reacher said, "This friend, he is very trustworthy. If he was in the army, I would have gotten him to join the one ten. When he said that, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fiddly." See, I didn't even put those together, and, so you picked it up. I on love that, how when they show the badge, they don't show who it is, right? And then, like the what the the reveal is just really well done. Yeah, the reveal is very very well done, and so basically. Finley is bringing this guy in. Daniel Boyd is just incredibly cocky because he's like, he even says, I hate to be that guy, but do you know who I am? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't think that anything that's about to happen is going to have any consequence to him. And basically, Finley just kind of talks, I don't remember what all he says, but basically I've got two guys from the FBI who are going, who don't really care who you are, don't care what you've done. Uh, and this is when O'Donnell and Reacher come in. And this is why this this is why like oh this is why they needed the suits is because they need to look like FBI yeah. agents. It's not yeah. because they were going to the symphonies because they need to look like FBI agents. Um, but it's interesting. Did you notice what name Reacher used when he went in? He used uh, the town. Yeah, Marva. Jack Margrave. Yeah. Margrave. Yeah, Margrave. Yeah, Margrave. Yeah. <laughs> and did good. you see the look that Oscar yeah. Finley gave him? Like he that like kind of rolled his eyes. Like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Are you that really using Margrave as your as your alias for this thing? Uh, but this is when we get the details about what the, this entire season is kind of going to be building up to. So. They're trying to track down this program called Little Wing. Uh, the bill is called Little Wing. And the reason the bill is called that is because the program that they need is Little Wing. And basically, what they explain, and it could have been very, very boring. I would give the guy who's playing Daniel Board a lot of credit because that would have been really He really did. He yeah. really did a good job. He did. Basically, it's a program that it's software that was supposed to be used to like deter uh the turb missiles and like basically make them go away uh basically put them off track and all, all this type of stuff to keep like put it on like an aircraft liner and that way if a missile were to be shot out shot at them it would like mess with their programming and it wouldn't come near them well langston has determined and well actually no lavoy i'm sorry lavoy has determined the the center that he works for hey we can actually put this put these things in missiles and make them go after him and the, what the what the program does is 
when a pilot sees them, when a pilot enacts the program, it basically says, uh, or, or something like that, like they think the threat is gone, so they, they're no longer taking evasive moves, but the, the missile comes back and it shoots them down out of the air. And this is like the real threat of the program. They, they're trying yeah. to. And, and, and I'm assuming that's why when they found those numbers, the numbers were showing it was like t shooting twice because it was missing right and then coming back and hitting yeah and like hold on i think i want to make sure i got this correct yeah because that's what when she says tally uh because he, she yeah, says yeah, yeah. the the waitress said that before the scene actually takes place is uh let me tally that up for you that's when that's when reacher says like rings a bell this is a tally these all these numbers that yeah. they've been looking at it's a tally so it does what it, they expect it to on so many times and the number that it ends up missing is 650 650 times 100,000 is 65 million so this is like they're starting to put all the pieces together yeah. about what uh, about what they're trying to do with this uh and this is what they and this is what they go through so uh like I said, loved uh, seeing Oscar come back in this. I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah. Um, look, I, I don't know that we're going to get him anymore. I feel like this is probably it, but what are this your thoughts? This is probably it. I think this is probably it for this season. I bet you we see him again down the road. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he shows up in another season some, somewhere else yeah. as well. Um, maybe maybe they find a way to pull him back into. I'd love to see him back in this. Yeah, as a regular, but it's just gonna be really hard with the way they they played out that storyline. So, uh, but we yeah. get a we and, get... Uh, Malcolm Goodwin was in House of the the Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, he was he really? really good. Okay, at, I yeah. need to see that. I've not seen it yet. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, like I said, this is it's. Just great to get him back. It's great to get mm -hmm. uh, this scene. And it's also nice to actually know kind of what the big threat of this thing is, is that right. we've got, you know, what is, what is going on now. Let's say this, like, Reacher seems to think, like, it's already uh, it's already messed up for them. Uh, so, like I said, he obviously knows that something is about to go wrong. And, you know, Daniel Boyd is just like, eh, it's in our technology. It's in our hands. What could go wrong? And like, oh, seriously, are you really, are you really saying lot. that, dude? Uh, which was just incredibly, like, just incredible lines coming from Like, this is what you think? This is what you really believe? Is that there's no way this thing could go wrong? So, uh, but like I said, so we get all these details. It's it's um, it's an anti-missile software. New Age technology is putting in their missiles. So this is what they're trying to do. And this is what, this is the big threat that Reacher and the rest of his team is trying to avoid. Uh, so once all this is taken care of, the episode ends. Basically, they are on the road to uh get something to eat yeah they're on the road to get something to eat and when they go to eat they stop at this steak restaurant i don't even know what the name is. i can't remember i saw it but i, don't, I didn't write it down uh it's not it's, it may be a real restaurant but it's not like a chain or anything like that so uh so they go to this restaurant and then a biker crew pulls up on them and this is when the big fight scene happens it happens right here at the end uh general thoughts of this fight scene I thought it was good. It, 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 I don't know why. I enjoy watching this team fight. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Now, here's the only here's the only thing that I have about this show, and it's kind of one of the things that I had with with the last season as well. I get that these are like incredibly trained, incredibly you know highly trained, highly deadly military personnel, but. You know, for, there's only one time where you kind of feel like one of them is in danger. That's Dixon when you got yeah. the, she has that guy like bearing right. down on him with a knife. But like they take care of people so easily. I do uh, wonder if that's a if that's a flaw of the show or if it's a feature. I, I really don't know. What are your thoughts? It, it, it's both. <laughs> okay. It, it, you know, it is. It's one of those things. Is like. You know, 
when you have like a group like this, of course they fight and they're good at fighting. Right. But like you said, it, it's kind of a flaw too. But it's so much fun that, yeah. that that you enjoy it. Like Reacher himself, you see taking out like eight guys. Right. But like exactly. you said, like you know, uh, David O'Donnell's not the biggest guy, and you know the. Well, actually, uh, Negley looks like she's in very good shape. I trust her to take it out. Like I said, every time they fight, uh, uh, what's her name? Almost gets taken out each time. Dixon, yeah. Dixon. Dixon, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming she's supposed to be the least skilled of of the four. So, uh, because she has come the closest to dying in any of them. But like I said, I never, even in the few times I was never like, okay, well, I mean, you're never really truly worried about them. So, Uh, anyway. Solid episode. Well, we'll say they at least use weapons and stuff to fight as well. Yeah, that's true. They do. So they, they have that in, in going for it. So, yeah. uh, you know, solid episode overall. Uh, solid episode for a solid show. Uh, just real quick, we're halfway through. We're halfway through this season. Are you thinking so far this is better than the first season? Are you thinking it's about the same? What do you thought? What are your thoughts? Um, I really liked I really liked the crew in this one, mm-hmm. I, but you know Malcolm Goodwin was so good last yeah. season, and Willa Fitzgerald so was really good too in last season. Well, yeah, it's hard to tell. It really is. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, halfway through, I would say I like it at about the same as as the first season. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I think Alan Richardson is more comfortable in this role. I think he's better. I think so too. I think he's better this season. Yep. But everything else about it, I think, is probably about the same. Uh, look, like yeah. I said, if you just give me. You know, every 18 months, you know, just eight quality episodes of uh, mm-hmm. a guy going around beating up people while solving a little bit of a mystery uh, as well as, as he goes along. Yeah. I'll, I'm down for it. I'm I'm going to yeah. be there for it almost every single is it, time. Is it just me that Alan Richardson feels like he's about to just blow up? He could. Uh, it's, it's very possible. But I'm not physically because well, he yeah, doesn't know how much more he can. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that you can get much bigger than he already is. Yeah. So. I, I just feel like I keep seeing his name on other stuff like, you know, like rumored for he's in a bunch of movies coming out oh, really? I, I just feel like this guy's about to blow up yeah like i said that's the the only thing that's keeping this show from like being just a constant for like the next 10 years is if he just gets too yeah too yeah. too big and too much demands too much money for it so all right uh anything else you want to talk about before we well, do our weekly awards uh i love the psycho killer needle drop at the end after he threatens uh uh Langston, uh, Langston, Langston mm-hmm. threatens Langston with throwing him out of the helicopter. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was that was a fun. Little oh, little and then also Marla, the um, other security executive, is missing. Yes, uh, did we not talk about that? No, we didn't talk about that, did we? Uh, we that was with that. the girls. They went to look, and she was gone. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That is my bad. I even have the notes. And, and she left her money. So that was kind of weird. Yes, and she left her money. What I also found interesting is that obviously this person has a lot of money, and the video game system that she has for her daughter is a Nintendo Switch. I've got issues with that. Like, if, if you're going to have your daughter play video yeah. games, she's going to have more. Than, look, I have a Switch. I, I'm not disparaging the Switch. I have one. I play it. Uh, but, like, a kid isn't going to like just have just tons of Switch games. Like Nintendo must have paid some for some some product placement. This yeah. thing, so uh, this is Amazon. Yeah. yeah, I mean they had the money to drop the talking heads multiple times. So uh, they've got point. money. <laughs> That's a good point. So, uh, like I said, but yeah, like I said, okay. So we're doing the Switch as, as our as our yeah. video game choice, and uh, Neagley was very impressed by her her video game choice. I didn't yeah, see she the, was. Yeah, what was the deal with that? I'm assuming it's because she's obviously it, a gamer, obviously. It's got to be a product placement. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's, that's yeah. what it is. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, I thought that was interesting. That was, was, was yeah. because most kids like look. 
I teach seventh and eighth graders. So like if you ask them, they'll probably have a switch, but like the thing that they're going to is either Xbox or PlayStation. So I just like it. I meant to, I even have a note for it in my notes and just passed it up. So all right. Uh shall we move on to our awards then? Let's do it. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a show each week to week, we like to give out three weekly awards. Up first is your Tyrion Lannister. Who is your Tyrion Lannister for this week? Man, no one really stands out this episode, so I'm giving it to Malcolm Goodwin as Oscar Finley. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. I even think about doing him. Uh, I don't know if we should do that. it's probably going to be Alan Richardson every single week. Uh, uh, so, like I said, I don't know if we well, want to just say if, it's... if Robert Patrick has a bigger role, yeah, he could steal an episode. That's true. If he could. And Ferdinand Kingsley as well. Yeah, but he hasn't had that big of a role. Uh, yeah. He's just like an over... He's just like a looming threat at this point. I, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I'm not really sure what all they're going to do with that character. I'll be yeah. real interested in what they do with it. So, uh, But, yeah, look, I went with Alan Richardson, but I'm, I'm, I think that's a that's a, actually a pretty good pull. Is yeah. But uh, uh, Oscar Finley there as... Uh, no, Malcolm Goodwin as Oscar Finley. So yeah. All right, the Agatha all along. What's your best scene? I'm going with the Oscar Finley reveal. And that's what I. That's the scene I went with. Is the one that he was in it too. So uh, it was just nice. Look, there may just be you know just a warm fuzzy feeling that we got from yeah. seeing him again. Well, it was it was cool though. Yeah, it was. It the was way very they cool. did it. All right, the if you come at the king, you best not miss your best line of the week. So I think there's two lines that stand out. I think it's the line that ends the show, ends the episode. That was mine. Where okay, where it says, "I have the means to give you anything you want. What does you want? What is it you want, Mister Reacher? I want to throw you, you out of a helicopter. Of a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, and this friend, he is trustworthy. If he was in the army, I would have gotten him to join the one ten. Yeah, that was him talking one. about Finley. So I, I think those two really stand out. Yeah, mine was I want to throw you out of a helicopter. That wasn't that was my line for the week. And the way Al Richardson delivers these oh, lines because yeah. I love each episode ends with him screaming or something like or giving delivering a line. Yeah, well, he doesn't really scream anything. That's the interesting. No, thing. I should say he yeah. does scream it in in his Reacher way of delivering the line. He, he does it so well. Just the threatening tone that he can deliver mm-hmm. without being just over the top with it is really good. Like, yeah. like I said, he's he's a surprisingly good actor. Uh, for somebody yeah, of his is. size. I, I've been really impressed by him. So, mm-hmm. All right, so rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. At the top of our list is a succession. Second for us is Lost. Middle of the Road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. And bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. What are you rating uh, the second season of Reacher after four episodes? I, I'm still a lost, uh, and I, I will say this: a very high loss. Yeah, it, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it too. Uh, it's going to be. T- I think it's going to be tough for me to get past Lost, uh, just because yeah. it doesn't make. I mean, right? It's a, It's not completely shallow, but it's kind of shallow. Uh, so, yeah. but like I said, if if there's a show like this, if there's a dad television show, dad TV show that could possibly get past, maybe this is the one that could get you yeah. to a succession. So we we shall see. So. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, uh, we're going to try to do some things that we're looking forward to. We're doing the, we do these about a week early. Uh, do you got anything yeah. that you can think of that you're doing? Uh, there's one yeah, for I me I know of, for certain. I got a couple things. Uh, the creator is coming to, I believe, Hulu. Oh, is it on Hulu? Okay. Yeah, on December 20th. Okay. I would highly recommend as a recommend. I've recommended yeah. this earlier. It's great. It is absolutely fantastic. So if, if you have Hulu on December 20th, go check it out. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, and then also uh, Netflix delivered a trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4. I haven't seen it yet. 
damn it, it looks good. <laughs> They're pulling me back in. <laughs> they have brought back Taggart and Rosewood. They've brought back Paul Reiser. They've brought back Bronson Pinchu. Eddie Murphy, God bless him, is 63. These guys are way too old to be cops. Yes, they are. <laughs> they look good. <laughs> the trailer it looked, it looked like the it looked like the first and second movie. And it okay. Look good. Okay. Uh, you got me, Netflix. I will be there <laughs> to watch this. And the last thing I'll mention, uh, True Detective's new season starts January 14th. I'm really okay. looking forward to that. Okay, I've been wondering when that was coming out. I didn't know when it was. So, And I'm glad that's a anthology show because I, I yeah. can actually pick it up because I haven't seen yeah. the previous ones. Yeah. So. yeah, you don't need to watch it. Don't even worry about it. Alright, uh, so some things I'm looking forward to. Uh, as this is record- as we're, this is releasing, well, actually, technically, this is the, well, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, Aquaman, the new Aquaman movie is coming out. Uh, look, I have no idea how it's going to I have no idea how it's going to like affect anything that James Gunn is getting ready to do. We talked about this in our Patreon episode. Uh, Jason Momoa has even said that it's he's thinking that this may be shit for him. So, like I said, I don't know. But I really wish he wouldn't have said that. I know, I do too. But uh, look, I, I like the first. Look, they're not. It's not great by any stretch of the imagination. But it's, it was a fun movie. It was probably. It's like Reacher. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's probably too long. I'm not going to lie to you about that. It's, yeah, it's kind of a long movie. But other than that, it was a fun movie. So I'm looking forward to the second one. Uh, the trailer. And I forgot good. Our, our guy Yaya Mantin is the yeah, villain. Yeah, he's the villain in this one. Yeah, like, yeah he has yeah. small villain role in the first one, but he's he's yeah. the main villain. It looks like it, at least he looks like he's going to be the main villain in the here yeah. in the second one. So uh, the other thing that I'm looking forward to, we saw a uh, we got a trailer for a show that's coming out on Prime Video next year in April. That is Fallout. Uh, I have not played any of the video games. I'm not familiar with that video game at all but that show looks pretty darn good <laughs> it does look good it does comes out in april yeah it comes out in april it's got um oh what is that na- girl's name from um from uh, yellow jackets girl, uh, uh crap now oh, i need to man. look it up hold on so uh, uh sophie sophie right no, you're, you're, I know who you're thinking. That's who I'm thinking. I'm, Ella Purnell. Ella Purnell. That's the one I'm thinking of. I was trying to think of her. Uh, yeah, she, so she's supposed she's to be the, in it. Uh, it's yeah. got Walton Goggins. That's uh, the villain, right? Isn't he a I villain? I think he's the villain. I'm not sure. Like I said, I haven't played the video game, but I, I think he's the villain. Uh, he's got like a weird chopped off nose or something yeah. like that in the in the trailer. So uh, he's in it. Zach Cherry is in it. Uh, oh, yeah, Zach Cherry. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who else is in that, but uh, there's. it's got a really good cast. It looks... Anson l- Mount. Oh yeah, Handsome Mount is in it. Uh, I don't know what he's playing. Like I said, I'm not. I haven't played the video games, so. Uh, but it looks. Kyle weird. McLaughlin. Wow. Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin's in it. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I thought I saw Anson Mount in this. Maybe I did. Is he? Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's in something else. But uh, okay. Regardless, it's it's got a good cast. Uh, it looks like they've put quite a bit of money into this thing. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I've not played the Fallout video games. Uh, the people who have played them, they love them. But and it looks it looks looks like it's going to be kind of weird. It's you know post apocalyptic. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that uh, to say the least. So. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off for this week? Yeah, appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time, and we will have a body count for you next time. That's right. We will have a body count for you <laughs> next time. I will echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>